everybody. Where is our screen? I don't know. <laughs> are we here? There we are. What happened? I'm so excited tonight. We we messed that up. We had to do two intros and then Did we? We when we started after the intro, it wasn't even showing us. So, I don't know mm-hmm. what's going on. But welcome Patricia to the Over the Line Studio. I took a nap this afternoon because I slept for like 3 hours last night, so I'm like excited to be here. I did as well. I we feel, both did. I feel energized now. Yeah. <laughs> well, you did. You rolled over and you were like, I feel like I actually caught some sleep. I did. <laughs> I know I did. I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah. What so is good. that? Lots to talk about this week, too. Yeah, it's been uh, a bit of a crazy week. I'm trying to get my lights going on just right. I feel like that ring light is not as effective as it needs Who to cares? be. We're just hanging out. It's just Friday night. Can I turn that one on over there? I don't care what you do, babe. <gasps> I feel like we should do this before we turn the cameras on. I'll look very shadowy. Hold on. <laughs> We're just hanging out. It's just Friday night. We don't need to worry about the lights. Did I just get my crack on the camera? Probably. My pants were falling down. <laughs> uh, All right. Let's see who's in here. I wish there was a way on my phone I could see everybody. You can. It's your dashboard. <laughs> You keep telling me that, but I have no idea what that even means. What does that look like? It's really bright in my face. It? And it's washing me out, yeah. Um, let me turn it down some. Y'all, we may have to start over. Run that intro one more time. He's being ridiculous up in here. God, I feel so... I feel like, yes, it looks perfect. Just come sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a new person. It's a new day. Yes. Okay. Are you better now? I think so. Now that we're all blind up in here. I look rough, bro. Yeah, you do. I do. I started feeling weird before the show. You mean before or after your nap? Like, when I went to the grocery store at Uh, 6, I started feeling weird. I don't know what's causing that. Well, I've been sick this week. Surprise, surprise. I think we have mold in our house. Well, I know we have mold in our house, but I'm concerned on what kind it is. And maybe that's why I stay sick so much. It's the moldy kind. (laughs) So you're saying we've got hidden mold in our house. Well, it's not hidden, but yes. Well, I mean, if it was obvious, we'd knock it out. Well, we have. We've, We've had a problem in our bathroom since we moved into this house where I have to go in there and clean it. Um, But when I redid the band room into an office, I pulled that wall back a little bit because it was bowing a little bit and I could see mold back there. And now there's mold in the hallway up at the, on the crown molding. Yeah. But that might be why we're sick all the time. Uh, I was just assuming because it's, it's because I'm eating pizza tonight. (laughs) I figured that's why I was sick. Yeah. Um. Yeah, being a homeowner is uh, it's a hassle. Mm, for real. It's a big old fat hassle. But we have a nice house. We got to take care of it. Got to figure it out. So that wall's got to come down. Absolutely. Yes. Hey, real quick before mm-hmm. we uh get kicked off, let me remind you guys about Vapor Forge out on two eighty. If you hadn't been there, you need to go. Um, I don't think they're allowed to do shipping and stuff. Like if y'all wanted to. Uh, order online. Those of you that are outside the area, you can't do that. But if you're in Birmingham or visiting Birmingham, make sure you run by there. Uh, look them up. Vaporforge.com. There's all the info. So, check that out. And uh, help my man Tony out. 
I got to reach back out to Tony because he's supposed to come over this weekend. Like we got we got a lot of work we've got to do. Yeah. And with everything going on in the vape world, we just haven't been able to link up. So I'm right. thinking maybe he'll come over Sunday or something. Yeah. I don't know. I know he, he was supposed to come last weekend, wasn't he? Yeah. He lives five minutes down the street and we can't coordinate anything to Well, you're both very busy. Ugh. You work six to seven days a week. So yeah, And you buddy. know Tony does. He's a business owner. Yep. And also patreon.com slash Andrew McLean, who I really appreciate those of you that are a part of Patreon and yes. are giving to the show. It is mucho appreciated. If you want to uh, do that as well, it's patreon.com slash Andrew McLean. Who? Who, who? All that stuff's on the link tree. Um, the link tree link, which is in the description of this video. And if you're listening to the audio, there should be a link on there as well. Linktree.com slash Andrew McLean. Who? And that's got Twitch, Patreon, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I barely use Twitter now, by the way. Yeah, you used to be a big Twitter guy. Yeah, but it just got to the point where, um, first of all, it's hard to get any traction on your tweets because, like Facebook, they shadow ban you. Mm-hmm, you're you censored, know, yeah. Uh, even on the over the line page, mm-hmm. I we used to get hundreds of of likes and shares and views and all that, and now we get like, like crickets, three or four <laughs> likes on the post. That's right. like a real quality meme. Um, and so t- Twitter just started turning into the cesspool of people that were just making nasty comments about me. So I just quit. Yeah. I've I mean, I'm still on away f- there, I barely but. do Facebook anymore. Like yeah. I barely post on Facebook. Now, speaking of social media, is it true that Trump started his own platform? Somebody reached out to me. Actually, I think it was Tony mm-hmm. said something to me about it and I, I hadn't heard anything on it. Well, I actually did a little research on it because I wanted to buy the stock because the stock is public. Yeah. Um, And I was looking into it for that reason, but the stock that I found was under a a weird name, so I wasn't sure if it was really his or not. Yeah. Um, So I was just curious if it was legitimately... I don't know anything about it. Why do I not know anything about it? I don't know. Like, I I was waiting to ask you, but... Let me look it up. Um... Yeah, it was like twenty one dollars a share when I was looking into it. So that's a pretty good. Uh, that's a pretty good start. Yeah. Truth. I know social. something you don't know. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> okay, so all the um, all the links are not telling what the social media is. It is. Uh, it is just talking about how anonymous it's truth. Yeah. Anonymous allegedly hacked the the uh the website the the media platform it's called truth social and it's instead of an f it's got a capital t yeah truth social here let me fix our camera over here. have you seen the beard he's been rocking trump yes he don't have a beard oh come on you're no you're you're thinking you think of, it was photoshopped yeah you're thinking of a meme oh There's no a meme no they... no i saw a video of him walking around with this big old beard i was like wow no oh. shave november a little early I don't know. I, don't, I know. don't. I'm not saying it's true. I'm just saying that's what I saw. And you know, we got other people walking around that aren't who they're supposed to be. Banished from major social media platforms, former President Trump has announced plans to form a public company that will launch 
a long-anticipated social media platform of his own, claiming to create space to stand up to the tyranny of big tech. The press release... Here, let's just look at the press release. I don't read stupid um, NPR article. Press release. Trump Media and Technology Group and Digital World Acquisition Corporation have entered into a definitive merger agreement providing for a business combination that will result in Trump Media and Technology Group becoming a publicly listed company... Blah, blah, blah. Trump Media and Technology Group will soon be launching a social network named Truth Social. Truth Social is now available for pre-order in the Apple App Store. Truth Social plans to begin its beta launch for invited guests on November 2021. A nationwide rollout is expected in the first quarter of 2022. Those who are interested in joining Truth Social may now visit Truth Social. Dot com to sign up for the invite Look at list. that, and Kim is on top of it. How about that? Yep. Supposed to go live in 2022, so... So I was looking into it. I knew that it was the truth. I knew that it was publicly being traded, and but the what is being traded under, I couldn't verify, was actually... You should have just bought it anyway. Well, I have to read... Well, the thing is, I took the app off of my phone... For um, E-Trade? I didn't use E-Trade. That's the one you used. What was the one I was using? What were you using? I was using a different one. Anyway, um, God, I can't think of it. I don't know. We played the stocks all of 2020 and first part of 2021. Like we just every day, we were like day traders. We we basically <laughs> took our stimulus money and just jammed it in the Not stock Not just market. our stimulus money. I mean, we were taking... All kinds of money thrown in there, but oh yeah, I took Peyton's college fund and, <laughs> and uh, put it in the stock market and lost all of it. I didn't lose mine; <laughs> I came out in the good. I didn't. We 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 went different paths. We'll just say that on our stock choices. Nah, I got greedy. Yeah, okay? that's what he does. He like I don't know. He I got a little greedy. Yeah. Uh, by the he way, he doesn't know when to hold them and when to fold them either. No, I do not. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> uh, so shout out to Kim. Shout out to Nick and my mother and mm-hmm. who's in the green? I can I can't see that far. Here it is. Let's just look here. It's not on my screen. It's um. Well, it might be there now. It wasn't a minute ago. All I could see was Kim. No, okay. I don't know. See Cheeto dogs here. Yep. It's like only some of them are popping up. Oh, we don't yeah. have the multi stream. This is only Twitch. Yeah, that's probably why. Okay, so if you're on Facebook and you've been commenting, we have not seen any of that. <laughs> well, so I can't see it over. anyway. Um, Look, there it all. There it is. <laughs> so, also, hi to Brandon, Corey, Jeremy Attaway. Oh, Amir. my God. Hey, guys. Jeremy Attaway. ST's in here, Tasha. Jeremy Attaway being in here makes me uncomfortable. I'm going to be hey, honest. Hey, Curtis. Do what? Attaway being in here makes me a little nervous. Why? I lo- He's so funny. I love his Facebook. I'm about to show you why. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm about to show you why. Look at this. What in the world? <laughs> Look, at this. Look at this. Are you going to actually put him on blast and put it on the show? Yeah. This, I want everybody to know Jeremy Attaway is a character. He um, is. He's funny. I came, he went viral online doing some report on the r- squirrel, on right? Nick News when gay marriage was named the law of the land. Mm hmm. 
and uh, he, uh, uh, that's how I originally saw him. But this is, um, <clears throat> <laughs> he's got a tiger on his pants. <laughs> this is Jeremy Adam. He's a trucker now, and uh, this is him at the Love's Truck Stop Shower or something. That's hilarious. <laughs> I imagine that's what you do in the bathroom too. Well, it, maybe it is. But I've I don't seen post some of your on Facebook. Yeah, but I've seen some of your camera roll, and I'm pretty sure I've seen you with mohawks and all kinds of stuff like that in the bathroom. I do take a selfie. From what time is it to with time? men taking pictures of themselves in the bathroom? Well, I think what it is is you're in the bathroom. Maybe <laughs> don't maybe, say maybe because you do it. <laughs> maybe you're naked, about to get in the shower, and you look in the mirror, and you're like, "Dang, come." I look good. And then you know you're not probably not going to look good later on, so you go ahead and get photographic evidence so then you can show your loved one, hey, look, this is this is why you should be grateful. <laughs> well, I don't get naked pictures, but I do get pictures of uh, well, shampoo mohawks. And... I'm not taking pornographic pictures. <laughs> I get shampoo mohawks, and I can show some of them. I've got some of them. We can show yours, too, if we're going to show Attaway. Well, send them to Messenger. I'll, I'll show them. I don't care. I don't care. He doesn't care. So, he ain't right. Anyway, let me get him off my screen. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why I'm uncomfortable. I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> and see, I, I, that's, not, that's not uncomfortable to me to see. Yeah. That's just fun. Because you see stuff like that every day. Well, I see your camera roll. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, so Alec Baldwin, that article just popped up when you closed that picture out. Uh, yeah, I, I pulled a couple of things out that I think we need to hit as we uh, go through this. So you want to wait on the Alec thing? Show. No, we can go ahead and talk about it. All right. Um, Kim's asking what's been happening with us this week. Do okay. we have any big news we need to report? We don't have any big news, but I do want to tell you something that's kind of boring. What? Go ahead. Trish is pregnant. That's the big news. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna knock him out, you guys. I am not pregnant. We're pat. We're past that age. We, yes. <laughs> well, she is. I'm not. <laughs> okay. You will never see me naked again. I, How about that? I can't help it. I can't help it. All right. So now that we're making everybody uncomfortable, um, so you guys know we started our whole healthy lifestyle thing last week after the pizza on Friday night, <laughs> mm-hmm. and we started making these jar salads, and. I don't know if... Do we post them on Facebook or just on Instagram? I don't know, but I got to go get one. Just go get one real quick and I'll explain it to them. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because I saw on TikTok these jars where you pre-make a salad. You put the salad dressing in the bottom, your carrots, your cheese, your egg, whatever, and then all of your greens on top of that... And then when you're ready to you go ahead and pre-make like four days worth. And when you're ready to eat it, you just shake it up in the jar and pour it in the bowl. Um, and that keeps it from getting soggy because the dressing's on the bottom. I've been making those things like crazy. Kids have been turning down pizza, spaghetti, hamburgers, and all that because they just want the, the, the salads. They love them. So I'm encouraging you guys to pre-make these salads and stick them in your fridge because everyone in my house... They've been turning down everything. They just want to eat these salads. Like, this is a blue cheese. This is a blue cheese. And this cheese. has got a lot of dressing in it because it's Andrew's because he likes the blue cheese. It's also got crumbled blue cheese in it. Yeah. It's got everything you need. This is here at the bottom. There's, there's uh, spring mix, spinach. I don't have any iceberg in there because there's no nutrients. Well, that, you'd but. be surprised at the dressing being at the bottom. You can stick your fork in there and kind of mix it up a little bit. But really, all you got to do is take this and just shake the crap out of it. Yep. And uh, 
and it's all mixed in together. It's that easy. And then you, uh, you can add extra if you need to, but my daughter likes the Mediterranean salads from Tzatziki, so we're making her those. And then we've got ranch in there. Just stick a label on it so they know when it was made. And I'm telling you, these kids especially, they don't want regular food. They just want a salad. Which I'm not surprised with Lauren. She's always been a salad person. But I am surprised that Peyton chose salad over everything he was offered last weekend. Yeah. Um, He's 11. So. Now, when it comes to croutons and stuff, you want to... Hold off on that, but most everything else can go ahead and go in there. I think if you're leaving for work that day, you can throw the croutons in the top. But these salads are good in the fridge for like four days. And here's the the best part about it is that I come home from the store, all the ingredients laid out. I go ahead and make all of the jars up. And these jars, by the way, you get 12 of them at Target or Walmart for $8.99. But... All the ingredients are laid out on the table, and I go ahead and use them all up right then. So nothing's going bad in the fridge anymore. You know, normally at the end of the week, we have a bag of spinach that went bad or a bag of carrots that we forgot about or whatever. This way, all the ingredients are getting used. I'm really excited about these damn salads. I'm sorry. I can tell. (laughs) And we've saved on food. Like, nobody will see anything but salad around here now. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, and did I not tell you it was going to be a hit? Because it, we had like a two week period where we weren't preparing them. We were just talking about preparing them. Right. And once you did it, mm-hmm. I told you. Yeah. And I told them we needed to bring it up on the show because, you know, they've been a hit around here for about a week and a half. And you can add as much dressing. This has got a lot of dressing in it because it's Andrew's. Um, and he doesn't eat anything all day. So it's okay for him to have a lot of dressing when he eats his salad. Yeah. Plus, we also have, um, by the way, I shredded, I threw some chicken breast in the crock pot and shredded it up real good. So we also have a container of shredded chicken in the fridge that you can then toss on top of this before you mix it up as well. So anyway, there's, that's that's our update as far as what's going on around here. Nothing exciting, really. There's Betty Crocker's tips and tricks. <laughs> I've been making freezer meals, too. Because I didn't know if the kids would want salads every night. Because that's what we're doing. We're doing salads every night. Um, so I went ahead and pre-made like shepherd's pie and casserole dishes and all of that. And then just froze them in individual servings so the kids can pop them into the microwave and have something homemade if they don't want a salad. Yeah, because that's our biggest battle with um, sticking to a diet or even just a general healthy lifestyle is the fact that she feels obligated to cook every night mm-hmm. for me, for the kids. And uh, you can only, especially with the way food prices are, you can only cook so many strictly healthy meals that everyone's going to enjoy. So that we've got a menu of like six or seven things mm-hmm. that we know everybody's on board with. And you we just kind of rotate it. that stuff yeah. over and over. Well, and it got to where I was getting really discouraged because I would ask everyone, what do you want to eat this week? And no one had an opinion. I would cook and no one would eat. And so I got very discouraged and I was like, I'm done cooking all of this food that's going to waste. I feel like we throw away 75% of what we buy. Um, So this has really solved that because there's food in there. If they decide, hey, I don't want a salad tonight. I want this instead. It's in the freezer. And they just got to pop in the microwave for three or four minutes and... It's it's good. It's good. I'm liking this. So that's working out. Yep. So far, so good. So far, so good. Well, that's about it for our week. 
Is it? I feel like we're missing something. Mm. I visited. Exciting? I visited Dallas today. <laughs> yeah, you messaged me. I have to go to Dallas today, and I was like, "Shut up!" No, you don't. <laughs> Dallas. I went to the Big D. Mm. Um, Dallas, Georgia. Yeah. And let me tell you, they have a food mart, like a grocery store, mm-hmm. that is also a dollar store. It's like food mart. Dollar Tree. Right. That's crazy. You get so excited about these food stores. Well, it's because everybody's got something different, something unique. I was in <laughs> Cleveland, Georgia last week. Was it last week or this week? I think it was this week. And I found this place called Tomato Tomato Farms. You talked about it on something. the show last week. Tomato Farm Market Farms. Yeah. You talked about it last Friday. I thought I went... I thought I went this week, though. We may have. Well, I know you talked about it. Oh, no. But you know what? Every time you go out of town, you call me about some new food place you found. Because so. I got the fudge. Yeah. That's right. We had that on the show last week. Yeah. And then the cheeses I got. Yeah. All of this runs together. I can't tell. <laughs> I can't tell what's what. So. Yeah. Not like it, uh, not like it matters. Mm-hmm. Kurt said, what's your score predictions for the game tomorrow with uh, Hendon Hooker? Oh, Alabama Tennessee tomorrow. Yep. Alabama Tennessee tomorrow. Not a not a game I've been enjoying over the past 10 to 12 years, but I I have in I do this every year. I go ahead and prepare myself for mm-hmm. what I'm going to accept. Because no matter how bad Tennessee is, I watch every game. I watch the entire game. So I've accepted this time there's going to be one of three scenarios. If we get blown out, I'm going to be pissed off. <laughs> if we lose but compete, I will be happy. And then if somehow we miraculously win, I will openly weep. So those are the three situations that I'm looking at and and. I'm going to be able to move on with my life in any three of those scenarios. Can I be honest with you right now? What? You've kind of taken the joy of football out for me. Why? Because you get very emotionally involved in these games, and it kind of takes the fun out of it for mm. me. Well, trust me, I'm not. And I'm if, an Alabama fan, by the way. If if I'm taking the fun out of it for you, think how I feel. <laughs> I know, but it gets to the point where he's like, I want you to watch the game with me. And I'm like, I don't want to watch the game with yes, you. Yes, you do. You're like an energy vampire during these games. You want to be supportive. Well, I do want to be supportive, but you get real. Like, okay, let's tell them the story about what happened last week. Well, let me let me give this score prediction first. Okay. Um, I'm going to say with Milton, who... Pulled the Jared Garantano last week well, he by got running hurt, out of bounds. He? No, Hooker got hurt. Hooker got hurt. Okay. okay. Milton came in for Hooker. Oh, that's right. Overthrew that's right. a touchdown pass that would have won the game and then ran the ball in the last play, running out of bounds. Right. Because um, because he couldn't hear, right? With Hendon, with 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 Joe Milton, yeah. They told him to, after all that trash was thrown, they announced <laughs> in the stadium, stop throwing things. So Milton refused to throw the ball. Uh, with Milton. I would say it's going to be uh, 14 to 35. And if Hendon Hooker is playing along with Evans, (laughs) I say 
35, no, 32 to 35. You think Tennessee's going to win? Somebody will win. It'll be, they it, ask babe, for the score, not the listen, winner. Listen, 32, 35. It's okay, it's okay to say that because that kind of stuff happens. I know, but I don't, I don't want to jinx it. Yeah, I know. I get it. So it last weekend, he wore this, he got a new shirt. Did you get it at Talladega? Yes. Okay. He came home that day. He had done a ride out to Talladega. He came home with the shirt, wore it for the game, and, and Tennessee won. Alma said we won. Tennessee won, and uh, so he's been wearing that shirt for the games. And last weekend, 10 minutes before the this kickoff, he's looking for this shirt and this pair of shorts. Frantically. Can't find it anywhere. He's torn up the house, torn up the dryer, the washing machine, all the drawers, the closets. Can't find it. And, it, and I just hear, what? We're going to lose. We're going to lose because I can't find my shirt. And mm. so now I'm in a panic because I'm thinking, well, you know, I do the laundry. So now it's going to be my fault to see lost because he can't find his good luck charms. Yeah. We well, finally found them after the game. They were inside out in the dryer. And that's why he, he didn't find it. Because when he looked, he looked like a typical guy looks. And <laughs> Well, tomato, tomato. <laughs> He's like, I pulled everything out of the dryer. It's not in there. And I did. Yeah. I did, um, but it wasn't it wasn't my fault. It wasn't your fault. It was Joe Milton's fault. <laughs> so uh, we'll just chalk that one up. I will dress accordingly tomorrow. Uh, you- and it kind of sucks. It, like mm-hmm. if I wear it tomorrow and we lose, I can go ahead and end that because there's nothing to it. But you just want to make sure, right? Um, I would rather wear Tennessee stuff during the Tennessee game tomorrow night, but I, I you know, well, I and, all my and I don't know if it's still true or not. I don't know if my brother's in here, but he has a pair of socks that he wears during all of the Alabama games. I don't mm. know if he still does or not, but I know one time he had one pair of socks that he wore for every game. Yeah. So I know you guys have your, your clothing you like to keep. Tasha says, uh, Kurt, my cousin Kurt is the same exact way. <laughs> It just it runs in the family. It's apparently. so exciting to watch him when Tennessee is scoring and all of that. But the minute, and it doesn't even matter if they're ahead forty points. The minute something happens for the other team, it's like Debbie Downer on the couch. <laughs> that well, that this is how football goes. You, no, you got to take normal people. Yes, it doesn't. You, no, for no. real fans, for passionate fans, you got to take the lows with the highs because the highs are really high. But the lows can be really low. And, oh, yeah. and listen, mm, if I'm if mm, we're mm. up by forty five points and the other team scores their first touchdown, the low's not going to be that low. No, no. Mm-mm. But it's just nah. gonna be like, come on, man, I want no. to shout out. No, this is what he says to me. We're Tennessee's ahead like forty something to what were what was the score to that game? Because I know you know. The, the final score for was South Carolina was like twenty one to. 54. Okay, so they're like 54. You know what he says to me? He's pouting in the fourth quarter. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? And he said, well, I wanted it to be a 60-point game. And I'm like, dude, your team is winning 54 to 20. Like, come on. I wanted them to stack the points for this reason. If any Tennessee football fan over the past decade will tell you it's never, never satisfied. Over. No, no, that it's not over till it's over. I've watched that team for 10 years blow game after game after game that I need an insurance policy. Okay. I don't need y'all to just <laughs> run the ball and try to run the clock out. I need y'all to continue to score because I've 
had my heart broken too many times no. over this football You don't team. get that because they're not going to score 40 points in two minutes in the fourth quarter. It's not going to happen. You never know. It's not going to happen. Tennessee's allowed crazy <laughs> things to happen. Anyway, point being, he's a Debbie Downer. I would like to go to an actual game and kind of be in the stadium because then I can't hear you be a Debbie Downer, but it would be mm. fun. <laughs> Kurt says he's going to wear the same socks for an entire year if they win tomorrow. Nice. I'll never change my clothes. For an entire year, or I'll, I'll never. You mean I for the game? No, yeah, I, I won't change them until football season's over. Or, what, is it like your everyday clothes, or Correct. just the? Baby, you said that last year about your hair, and look at where we're sitting now. <laughs> I said I wouldn't cut it until like, Tennessee. I'm not cutting my hair till blah blah blah, and here we are. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently now blah, we have a funeral tomorrow, and he doesn't know what to do. <laughs> apparently, blah 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 never happened. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but... I can't remember, but you content, you liked it, so you left it that way. What was that? Is this thing popping because it's warming up? If you guys make these, let me know if you like them. That scared me. <laughs> it doesn't take much. You spook easy. We thought about, in honor of Halloween next weekend, doing Friday night like a... A spooky edition with like horror movies or something or scary stories. Ooh, we could do ghost stories. What day of the week is Halloween? I don't know. Let me look. I don't know. Let's check. <laughs> I told you I'm like in a good mood tonight because I got some sleep. Let's go, Dora. So it's Sunday. So Friday night's the 29th. Okay. So we could do like ghost stories. Ooh, I should try to see if we could get Tammy on the show. And we could do She's a ghost hunter. Well, and Tennessee's got a bye week next week, so there's no Tennessee. Why football are we back to weekend. football? What does that have to do with our Friday it's night? It's got life? to do with everything. It, it's got everything <laughs> to do with the next month or two. Oh Lord. We anyway. are also for those of you that uh, are Tennessee fans or even Vanderbilt fans, mm-hmm. we are intending on going to the Tennessee Vanderbilt game. Right. So I need to reach out to my cousin and see if he wants to go as well. Yeah, intentions are there. I've got, uh, I told ST, ST, Chris Wilson needs yes, to go as well. ST and Constance. Those are I, my peeps. I have only, and I'm ashamed of this, but mainly it's because Tennessee football has been such a disaster. I have only taken Peyton to one Tennessee game. Yeah. And that he was like four or five. And we played Miami, Ohio. It was not, It was a cupcake game, right? But it, but they it's don't make it very affordable either. Like when we're looking up tickets, they were what like a couple hundred dollars a, a ticket for uh, us to go. Yeah, I, well, it, for a game like Georgia, but Vandy is going to be much more affordable. Oh, okay. So I want it to be a, an SEC game, but I also want it to be something that I'm confident we're not going to walk away See, and I'm... Okay, so this is the kind of fan I am. I want a game that's close, that keeps you on the edge of your seat. I don't like the blowout games. I don't want to walk in there knowing we got this. I want to walk in there going, oh, what's going to happen? But you, know? you and I come from two very different I understand. I understand my and team wins those, <laughs> like a majority of their games. The, I get it. Those experiences mold who you are as a fan. I get it, but I can remember the days. I told you, I can vividly, I don't remember a lot of my childhood, but I can vividly remember my parents sitting in the living room watching the Alabama-Tennessee game and my mom telling me, Listen, this is one of our big, biggest rivals, you know, and it was like an exciting game. So I know there was a time, and there will be another time when Tennessee is up there with Alabama. Mickey Bell says, I don't so. change my clothes anyway. 
Andrew does. There he is, changes his clothes two or three times a day, and it's maddening. When I worked with Mickey Bell, there was a time where I'd wear the same outfit two or three times a week. It'd be clean, but... Well, because this is what this guy does right here. Freaking Crawford dress code. He'll put something on, wear it for a few hours, and then drape it over... He'll open a drawer and drape it. Or he'll like lay it on top of the dresser, and I'll go throw it in the washing machine because, as far as I'm concerned, it's been worn. He's like, "No, I was gonna wear that tomorrow. <laughs> it's still clean. I only had it on for 15 minutes." And I'm like, "Well, then hang it back on a hanger." Yeah, it's like my he doesn't know how to do that. He likes to pull a drawer out and drape it over the drawer. Because I gotta wear, I gotta wear two shirts every day. See? Yeah. <laughs> and then after his shower, he puts on two more shirts. Well, no, usually just one. one. Yeah. So he goes through three shirts a day, sometimes four or five, because mm. sometimes he'll come home in the middle of the day and change too. So well, it's not like I'm changing underwear three times a day. No, so that's good. no, no. <laughs> that's good. You've got four pairs. <laughs> we did unearth all of the socks around here. We we did unearth all the socks around here this week. That was an exciting moment too. Uh, Cheeto Dog says, "Sorry, but Tennessee's going to lose. If they win, I'll donate fifty dollars to the show." Nice. I mean that that would be nice, but I'm gonna be honest. Like <laughs> if Tennessee wins, I, I'm gonna be on a different planet. I've already hidden the I hate Bama shirt. Did you has. really? He has an I hate Bama shirt. Actually, I have a picture of it in my phone. I don't send it to Messenger. So, um, I don't. I, I honestly, I didn't plan on wearing it. I guess I could wear it during the day, but I'm not wearing it during the game. No, I've, I've worn it to too many Alabama Tennessee games where we've lost. But I bought it back when we actually had chances in beating Alabama. So, okay. So, this week was our four-year anniversary, by the way, our, of our first date. Right. We don't know if that's considered an anniversary or not. Though. It's We've, not. That's been kind of like a... You, know, you just let Trish go with it. Well, no. I'm just saying we don't have an anniversary date. Because we... It never really officially was like, we're like, well, we're exclusive now. Well, we've got an we engagement just, date. We do. We have an engagement that, date. That's when we went exclusive. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> that better not have been when we went exclusive because that was less than a year ago. Right. So you're going to find this picture? Yeah. You changing the subject? Find the picture. Let's see. I just had it up. Why don't you just go get the Here shirt? Here it is. No. Send it to Messenger. All right. Da, da. Messenger. Come on, cool. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. There we go. Yeah, his his hate for Bama gets annoying sometimes. It causes arguments sometimes because on, I am man. a Bama fan. And I root for your team. You do. Well, and, and it means a lot. It really does mean a lot to me that you pull for Tennessee um, because it's very special to me. But right. also, I, I think any Tennessee fan will tell you that they can't they can't do both sides. They just can't. Now, if Tennessee was a team you spent your entire life hating, mm -hmm. then we, we could be just a house divided. Right. But you were more of a an Alabama fan than you were an anybody hater, even Auburn. Yeah. Well, you, you, I like you don't Auburn hate too. teams like we Listen, had. when I was growing up, I had Auburn quilt on my bed that my mother made me. She couldn't find one in a store, so she handmade it. I was an Auburn fan growing up. So There's uh, 
<clears throat> There's my t-shirt. <laughs> look at that baby face. I think that was back in 2017. Ooh, looking fly right there. <laughs> the duck lips. <laughs> it's not duck. What? You always, whenever Dude. you took a picture, you like pucker your lips. Those are not duck lips. Well, there's a starting of them. <laughs> mm. I look good. I wish I still looked that good. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, anyway. Okay, I want to talk about these statues that are popping up in New York and in New Jersey. Have you guys seen these statues? I don't know anything about it. I just saw a TikTok. So, okay, so I started telling him about them tonight, and we just waited until we came in here. Um, so the one that's causing a stir right now is of a... People are estimating that it's a teenage girl. Um, it's an 80-foot statue that's sitting on the banks of the Hudson River. And she's sitting there, um, like, doing the shush, emo like, a uh, motion. Show it. I don't, I, I don't know which one it is. It, I don't Here, see any stories. Here, give me stories. the keyboard. Give me the keyboard. Let me that. I don't see any stories on it. Here. Don't, well, you typed in mysterious statue. That's why you can't find it. Hand me the... Well, is that not what it is? It's not mysterious. It's a statue that's on the Hudson River. There's oh. nothing mysterious about it. I thought they were just randomly... <laughs> it didn't just show up in the middle of the night. Well, that's what I thought. <laughs> All right. So it's statue on Hudson. Hudson. Be nice Jersey. if I spelled it right. It's right there. It's right there, cousin. All right. So show that one. Show images, though, not video. We don't want to sit through all the videos. The image is good enough. No, let's do this. Da, 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 da. So, have you guys seen this? I'm gonna. Let me zoom in on that. Let's see. So that's that's a little bizarre. Okay, so it's 80 foot tall. Um, but find some other images of it. So how can... how long has it been there? That's my question. Um, the stories have just started popping up on it. But there's been one in New York of a little boy covering his eyes, which is, it's the same, it looks like it's the same artist. Um, and this whole, it's like, see no evil, speak no evil. That's the vibe I'm getting here. And so, well, there's people, look how big it is, though. I mean, it's really, it's 80 feet. And uh, you can see it from the other side, like you can see it plain as day. It's, it's not small. But we don't know how long it's been there. Well, it'll tell you in the article. I don't know. Water Soul 2020 was commissioned by the Lafrac organization and Simon Property Group, the developers of the new Newport residential complex that helped transform the waterfront into the New Jersey side of the Hudson. Uh, I don't see anything about when it was. I guess let's wait, 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 wait. Daggummit. Uh, 80 foot water soul 2020 Spanish sculptor depicts the head of a young person with an index finger pressed against her lips and her eyes closed in a gesture for quietude. Massive installation sits on the edge of the Hudson River paying tribute to the river and created as a call to protect all water. Okay, so the article I'm reading right now from three days ago says it's a brand new statue. Yeah, the, the piece was dedicated Thursday, the most recent example of public art that strives to inspire its audience to take action on a social issue. 
such as Fearless Girl statue in 2017 that called upon companies to add more female board members. You know, because okay, so that's to, what we need to do. We need to, you know, hire people based on their gender. So go to Google and pull up the statue in New York of the little boy with his eyes covered. And this is why people are getting upset because it's almost like it's starting to tell a story. Um, now I'm just curious what you guys think about it. Do you think it's just an innocent, like some people are saying that it's meant to just, um, it's called Water Soul, I think. Is that what it's called? Well, this one looks uh, a lot like the same thing. Yeah, is it, it is. Not? It is the same thing, but it's a boy with his eyes covered. Well, see, I, I can't do it on Google Images. I gotta go to a, I gotta go to an article because it just it makes. Do it you hard. need me to just send it to you? Yeah, you can send me the pictures of it. Let's see. Well, just pull it up. That'll be quicker. Um. There's that one, and where is the other one? Of course, I mean, if, it's if not you look show. at how big it is compared to the boats, that are, the ships that are passing by, I mean, it's so big. Now, this one's over the Rockefeller Center. Right, so, and it's a little boy with his eyes covered. Okay. And it's just interesting to read the comments of what the people that live around there think about it. This thing looks like it's five stories tall. Oh, it's huge. They're like 80 feet tall. They're huge. And there's some images you can see people standing next to it to get a, a general context to how big it is. It's definitely big. B. Diddy said, why is Jay-Z on the right side of the screen? He obviously just turned <laughs> it on. It's like, what is going on? Um, Jayum Plinza's monumental public sculpture adorns Rockefeller Center as part of Freeze Sculpture. Yeah, that's pretty big. Now, I'm I don't personally know what I'm about to say to be fact. But a lot of the people in the comments were saying that these statues are all over China. Mm. And yeah, and so that's what a lot of people are upset about. So I don't know that that's true. That's just what I was reading in the comments. Like wow. people had the names of them and everything. So I feel like they may know what they're talking about. China but. owns this country at this point. They're, they're running roughshod over the entire globe, and it's a scary thought. Yeah, that's bizarre. And and the first thing I think of is uh, see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. And I don't know. Could this be? Saying it is, it, it does belong to China, like the idea for this. Mm-hmm. This is a an eerie representation of what we as a country are dealing with in the sense of censorship right and not being allowed to not just say things not say things on social media but even in public mm -hmm. that if you say something that goes against a particular narrative you will be shamed into silence mm -hmm. if i go out here and get on uh, uh you know uh, stand up in the at the mall down the street and shout Biden cheated. Trump actually won the election. Right. You know, I would be shunned for that. Mm -hmm. I would be labeled as a conspiracy wacko nut job. Right. Um. So well, that's that's what I'm seeing from that, and I think you know this is probably not a call for, uh, you know, 
to protect the waters. This is probably right. more of, hey, this is this Well, is and I'm just curious how everyone else takes it and perceives it. It may be purely innocent. It may just be artwork. But it's kind of like the Denver airport that we covered with the stallion that's out front of the De- yeah. Denver airport. Like, people are saying, oh, it's just an innocent painted horse. But it's like, no, there's more to that, mm. you know. Um, now, in this case, I don't know that there's more to it. It's just something I saw today, and I thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, but and I've never been to New York. For all I know, they've got 500 statues, and these are just two that tie up together that look weird. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, I think it's interesting though that the real estate there is. <laughs> you don't have a lot of real estate to play with there, so this is what they're choosing to to put up. I find that kind of bizarre. That that's what's on the river for everyone that passes through there to see. Could have gone with a food bank. I mean... Maybe a homeless shelter. Well, I'm just thinking, like, that's prime real estate going down the Hudson River right there. And you can see it from Manhattan, so that's what they chose to do is a, a little girl saying, shh. Like, that's kind of weird to me, personally. Yeah. But I also think like that, so... I think I think it is a message to uh, yeah. to the American people. As uh, in, in my opinion, it mm-hmm. is this is how you will live your life now. Right? Not it's not doing it in protest of that censorship. It seems as if it's a pro censorship form of uh, art or expression. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think that's what, what you got going on there. I don't know. And for it to have a Chinese tie would not be Well, surprised. and I don't know that it does. That's just what a lot of the comments were saying when I would read the articles about it and watch some of the videos. I would go also go down in the comments. And that's how I found the little boy with his eyes covered was because people down in the comments that live in, live up there were like, hey, there's a matching statue of a little boy with his eyes covered. Did you sprain your ankle sprinting Run into to the, the comments? comments. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny how people actually say that in the comments. Like, I broke I broke my ankle trying to get to the comments. It's like, right. mm, that's been used a lot. I understood the assignment. I don't know why that's in my head. I know. Um, let's talk a little bit about this Alec Baldwin deal. Before we do that, I want to talk about the Gabby Petito thing tonight. So you be prepared that we're going to discuss that. So I don't know what the time is. No, we well, we don't have a whole lot of time. Let's go ahead and do that, though. Okay. Um, so you can make it short on Alec Baldwin. I don't like the guy. Okay, so. well, this is, this is coming out of New Mexico, your mm-hmm. old yep, home Yep, I used state. to live there. And apparently what has happened is they were shooting a movie. It was called Rust or Rusty or something. Right. And there's a scene where Alec Baldwin is allegedly shooting someone mm-hmm. with a gun. Now, in these movies, they use real guns, but they use blanks. Right. So it is a the, empty shell. Right. And it's got the gunpowder in it for the explosion effect. But no front of the bullet. Right. Right, no, the bullet's no not there. No actual bullet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he shoots this thing and kills one person and wounds another. This lady, who was the photography supervisor or something of that sort uh-huh. was shot and killed and then the other one was one of the directors he was shot and put in the hospital i think he's out of the hospital right. now um obvious accident you know i think alec baldwin's a horrible person you remember right. how he treated his daughter when she was 11 years old um it, there's but i don't know that anybody really deserves the trauma of having yep. this kind of blood on their hands but well, it, and here's what I have to say to that. 
you have a gun that you've purchased as a movie prop. No real bullet should ever be put into that gun. Right. Before you go on set, that gun should be free and clear of all bullets. Well, and, and they- only blanks put into it. Like so there is some kind of somebody dropped the ball here, well, obviously. They've got what they call a prop master right. who is the 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 top guy over all the props in the movie. So mm-hmm. that was the person. And we don't know who that is, but I that's thought the she person. was. I thought she, that's what her position was. Oh, I don't know. Because I think that's, I'm not positive, but for some reason I feel like that's what I heard. But you know, that happened to Brandon Lee. That's too many people dying from bullet wounds and right. guns that should have been cleared by three or four people before they were ever put on set. Yeah, that's correct. Especially in Hollywood where everybody's mm-hmm. super anti-gun in the right. first place. Right, But also that, that probably means it involves people that have no idea how guns operate in the first place. But there may not have been a live round in that in that chamber, we don't know. They may have had a real bullet in there, but it is possible, and I've seen this happen before, that, you know, these shells, something could happen funky within the chamber, and a piece of a shell comes out and shoots as a projectile, just like a bullet, Mm -hmm. and hits and hurts somebody. It's hard for me to believe that one person would be killed and another one would be hit, and it be just that, but... Uh, well, from what I read, you know? it said live ammo was in it. Yeah. So, but, you know, the story could evolve. But to me, if I was on a movie set and someone was going to be pointing a gun at me, I personally would want to look at that gun before the scene, much less the people in charge of that. Like, I can't imagine why live ammunition would ever make it to the gun if it's a prop on a movie set. Well, and I hate to go completely highly suspect, but what are the chances that something comes out in the coming days that this this lady was uh, in the process of exposing something? Well, or, you know, hey, it listen, may. That's that's way. There's no well, reasons for me to be saying that or speculating on that. I'm just saying, what if it comes out? And she's like, oh, she's doing a documentary on child trafficking. Well, it's very possible, and and you guys, and to be fair, I think like that on a lot of stuff. And that's why I'm saying it because she's turned me into that person. Well, it's I'm not a nut that. Job now. No, you're not a nut job, and I don't appreciate that, but. How many things do I predict? How many things do I call this pedo ring? I called it 15 years ago, not because I personally saw the information, but because of the people, the resources that I listened to, like Drudge Report and Art Bell and all of these other people that were in touch with professionals. I started hearing about this stuff back in 2005 that just surfaced now. So, you know, I'm in those circles, therefore I see a lot of this stuff. Now you got to weed a lot of it out too, um, so it's not far fetched. And I'm just kind of curious why you know there's a lot of conspiracy around Brandon Lee's death. You know he was, um, what's his name? His dad, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's son. There's a lot of conspiracy around his death that it was not an accident. And now that I'm looking at this headline, it says one bullet ripped through both victims. Mm-hmm. So there's no way that that was just a, a no, piece of the shell no. or whatever. So It said know. it was live. And my point is this. It probably was an accident. But I don't understand how you have a gun on a movie set 
and it ever have live ammunition put into it, knowing that it's going to be used on set. Right. You know, that's just careless to me. So, anyway. A tragedy, nonetheless. Yes, it's careless, and it's absolutely a tragedy. Um, Let's get into uh, the laundry case real quick before we get out of here. So, as you guys have heard, um, they say that they have found uh, Brian Laundry in the reserve that his parents said that he went to on the, what, they've moved it to the 15th of September. Um, the police have been out there searching that area, the FBI, for a month. Um, didn't find him, didn't find any evidence of him being there. His parents go out there yesterday, and within hours, they have located his backpack, his notebook, and his body. Right. And, um, and, and I saw a video where the the parents just miraculously are the ones that find this thing and pick it up right. and like, hey, we found this. Right. It looks to be our dead son. And they were like, you know, this is the trail he frequented. But they had already told the FBI that, and the FBI quickly came out and said, this area had been underwater. That's why we didn't find him before, which it rains a lot in Florida. I'm not saying that that's not possible. We were going to do a show on this Petito case. We had talked about it doing a highly suspect episode on it and really diving into it. And I'm going to be honest with you guys, the reason we did not is because this this whole case is fishy to me. And as soon as I started looking into it, the more I did not trust this case. Um, enough to where I didn't want to be disrespectful. I didn't want to come on here and tell you guys, these are my true feelings about this case because if she really was a victim and her parents are grieving, I don't want you know to ever like add to that. I don't want to be disrespectful, but this case, there's just too much that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. Way too much at this point. Yeah. I don't know. So are you on, it seems like everybody's got an opinion on whether or not Brian's actually dead. Where are you at? I don't think Brian, here's the thing. If Brian laundry is dead, I don't think it's, I don't think he killed himself. I don't think uh, there's two ways I'm going with this. Either Gabby Petito was murdered and they have used this case to distract the media. I mean, distract everyone from what's going on because the media does that. I mean, that's, you know, this could be a real thing going on and she's being used to cover up all the other news that's actually happening right now that we should be focusing on. Our country's being ripped out from underneath our feet, you know, Um, and they're not talking about it. So it could be that this is a tragic case and they've just used it to manipulate Americans and get our attention away from it. Or it could be, I just, I got to be careful how I say it because I don't want to be disrespectful, but I keep thinking about that video we saw of the girl two days after she, he was back in Florida. Right. That girl, I would have put like, I would have said was a hundred percent her if I had to. And I keep thinking about that video and I keep thinking about, and I'll tell you what really got me thinking that this was kind of like a Hollywood thing. Um, it was the video. This is going to sound crazy, but the video quality of their travels, it's movie quality. It's not like your typical vloggers. I watch all kinds of vlogging stuff. That's what I do. Seven hours a day. I'm a YouTube. Yeah, she does. That's what I do. I used to vlog myself. I'm looking at the quality of these pictures of this video, and you've got Brian Laundry video and Gabby Petito, 
and all of the little trinkets of clues that are being put out there about them being into serial killers and all these people that are missing in the places that they have been camping and just all these little intriguing clues that have been dropped all over the place. And it just seems too movie like, and then to find out that she was in the Sandy hook video. Oh yeah. I forgot about yeah, that. There's so many things that are just bizarre and I don't want to be disrespectful because bless her heart. If this is a real thing, I don't want but it's just so much of it doesn't make sense to me. Well, coincidences can only go so far before they become a conspiracy, if you will. Yeah. Um, the Sandy Hook thing completely puts it over the top for me. I, I just well the pro- it's, and the pro- it's too it's too much. And it's the problem much. with the Sandy Hook thing is that you know so many people don't believe that happened because they did use crisis actors at the very least they use crisis actors and they may have done that because they didn't want the real families to have to be put on television. And I completely respect that if that's what happened, you know, I'm not here to die on that hill. I'm not saying it happened. It didn't happen, but so many people don't believe that that was a thing and that that was in like a thing to, help with the gun control laws that they were trying to fight back then. Um, So then to fast forward and to find out that this one girl, they found nine bodies, by the way, while they were searching for her in that park, nine bodies. Why did they focus on her? You know, and you barely even heard about these nine bodies that they found. And to find out that this one girl that has been made a worldwide news story was in the Sandy hook video. Just, (sighs) I don't know. Well, people are asking uh, about that because uh, it, you know, it wasn't widely talked about. But there was just a music video, I guess, in support of the Sandy Hook families. I can't remember the name of the organization, but they they put out this music video, uh, I guess, in support of Sandy Hook and in support of this organization, or they put it out themselves or whatever. Right. Um, and Gabby Petito was in the video. Now, Gabby Petito didn't and go to school. And her brothers. Yeah, yeah, and Gabby did not go to um, no. Sandy Hook, you no. know? It, it, this is also a situation where you have, and again, this is not Andrew saying Sandy Hook was fake. And no, not saying and that this. at all. But we do know that some of the parents or the people that were being interviewed in the Sandy Hook situation were, in fact... They were actors. Actors. Yes. It's verified. Now, right. whatever that means, I do not know. Mm-hmm. But I do know that makes that whole thing suspicious, and now we've got this tie? Like, and out I of was the already hundreds of millions of people in this country, what are the chances that that story that got all that attention, because when a story like that gets that kind of attention, it's just random, you know? Right. It's just a random person missing. It just happens to be a time where the media latches on to it. And and listen, I am a true crime person. I read the books. I listen to the videos. I dig into these cases. Like, I have notebooks full of notes on Lacey Peterson, on all these cases. Like, tons and tons of notebooks. It is something I do. And there are two cases in my 20 years of looking at these cases that have stuck out to me that do not feel genuine. And that is the Watts case out of Colorado and this Petito case. Out of all the cases I've studied, these two cases, something doesn't feel right about it. I'm not saying they're not victims. I'm not saying they weren't horrific crimes that happened, but something else is going on with both of these cases 
that does not feel normal to me. Well, here's the uh, here's the music video that Sandy Hook uh, video that we're talking about now. To figure it out, you're the heroes that live in our souls. You are irreplaceable. You are irreplaceable. You are irreplaceable. You are irreplaceable. Things happen for a reason, I believe. And I don't know. This is not a very good song, I'm going to be honest. But <laughs> we can talk while it plays in the background. You don't have to have it all the way turned up. Well, I'm looking for the part that Gabby is in. And we'll just let it play while we talk, and you'll eventually see it. She's in there, I promise. It's just, I, I can't... You can't overlook stuff like that. You know, there's, there's coincidences in every situation. Mm-hmm. But at some point... You know, I think most situations deserve the benefit of the doubt at first. Right. Unless it's just painfully obvious. Well, listen, I was all, I was so concerned about this girl. I was looking into this case. You know, I already felt like something wasn't right before the Sandy Hook information came out. I felt like something wasn't right when I saw the video quality and when I saw her picture at that gas station. There she is. There is a. That's Gabby Petito. Mm-hmm. Not that girl. The one that you just. The no, one I that, think that's her too. I think it both may of them. be, but the other one right there is her. That's yeah. her. So and it's verified that it's her. It's not that some people think it's her. It's she was in it. So I just I don't know. Yeah, I hate to be that guy. I well, and like I guy. said before. You know, we had talked about it on a Friday night show, and I said, we're going to look into this case, um, and we'll do a full, actual, like, couple hours about it, like, really dig into it. And the next day, I spent, what, like, eight or nine hours researching this stuff. And I was like, I can't do a show on this, because I don't, what I'm going to say is going to be very disrespectful if I'm wrong, and I don't want to put that out there. And then the next day, they found her body, so I was able to say... You know, we're just not gonna we're not gonna do the show, just out of respect. You know, mm. um, so that's why we haven't talked about it much. But I'm interested in what you guys think now that the family has gone out there. The FBI have been out there for a month searching, and the the mom goes out there after a couple of hours. They find the book bag, the notebook, and the body. And I'm just curious what you guys. They had a film crew following them around that caught them on tape finding the stuff. And no police officers with them, which to me, I would think if this is a crime scene, possibly, you know, somebody's hiding out there. Why would you let the parents out there? You know, I find that kind of weird, too. Yeah. You know? Well, not to mention the hand that was sticking out of the garden. Like, uh, Well, that was... I <laughs> uh, See, and that's the stuff that, you know, there was a lot of... Con- God, there's so much about this case that's just not... Not right, including the people that are camped out on the front yard of the parents' house. Yeah, those people need to get alive. Yeah, but some of those people seem like they have been stuck there, too, planted there. Um, it, yeah, it's it hard just, for me to believe that, that that group of people have completely dedicated their life to this this situation where they don't know the people. Right. There's 
uh, you know, you tens t- of thousands of other people missing in this country, hundreds of thousands, right. children, adults, women, whatever. Why that one? Just because they put it on the news? Well, and you've got TikTok people out there with millions of followers that are camped out in the Dog, front yard. the bounty hunters out there. I mean, it's just a circus. And Did you see that video where he was like, Bring me, Brian! <laughs> that was weird. I actually had a tip, and I tried to call Dog the bounty hunter. Should I talk about the tip now that this is he's not where it was possible? No, I, I don't think my mom will to. care. So, okay, every summer... Um, my mom takes my kids. Well, now they don't because they've, they've aged out. But every summer while my kids were growing up, my mother took my kids to this camp called um, John Campbell in North Carolina. And there was a kid that ran around barefoot. His parents would bring him up there and he would camp away from the other camper. So at this camp, you can either stay in a cabin um, at the camp or you can rent a campsite and stay at the campsite next to the folk school and at this school they teach you stuff like survival skills they teach you how to make baskets out of things out in nature they teach you how to um do blacksmithing all that kind of stuff so it's a very it's a believable scenario that that would be something he would be into um just knowing his history but my mom said i kept seeing his picture and i knew he looked familiar and it finally dawned on me that it was that kid that weird kid that would come every summer and would camp out in the woods by himself. She said he would run around with no shoes on, which this Brian Laundry does. And she said that his name was Brian. But she wanted to find pictures of him first before she would contact anybody because she was afraid that, you know. Then Trish um, was like, screw that. I'm calling Doug well, the Bounty Hunter. I did. Because I was like, that's, you know if people were saying they saw him on the Appalachian Trail and that's where that school is. You know, and if if you had gone somewhere every summer as a kid that people didn't know about, that'd be perfect. You'd feel safe in that spot, you know. Um, So, yeah, I did try to contact, but I couldn't get anybody to call me back. Yeah. It it was a worthless tip anyway, but she never found the picture, so we don't even know that it's the same person. Um, Yeah, I did kind of get involved a little bit, just in case. Church is all over it. Well, that's it. We're out well, of time. Well, I want to know what they think about this whole body being found. Well, they're going to have to email you. We're out of time. Why are you running the clock <laughs> out? Just kidding. We spent more time talking about salads than this. I know, and I'm hungry. I might just eat this right now. <laughs> you going to mm. shake it up and eat it? If you shake it up, you got to eat it. I know. I'm not going to do it. Well, and we can still do a, a show on that topic if you want. I'm just afraid that if I'm wrong... I just don't want to be disrespectful. Uh, no, the, the you thing know? is, you know, we when we talk about these things, we make it clear we're not telling these people facts of a particular case. We're telling mm-hmm. them a theory, and we're even telling them we don't necessarily 100% believe in it. No, because I don't. I don't know. this as a possibility. I don't know the truth. Um, I guess we could do a show where we just show everything we have found. And then people can make up their own mind. I just don't want to be disrespectful if this poor girl, you know, isn't living in South America with Brian right now and something, and she really did die at his hands. I'll tell you another thing that I found very strange is that the stepdad is the one that identified her body. Um, they didn't do DNA test t- testing on her remains. Um, I find that very bizarre that in a case this big with the whole world watching you that you're not going to verify 100% that this is her i mean because it had been out there her body had been in the desert for what three weeks that's a long time 
in yeah. August to be out in the desert and not be identified with DNA. I just think that that was kind of strange too. There's just a lot of things that don't make sense to me. There'll be more to it. It's not the end of the story because there's going to be legal action. I got a family, uh, a feeling the two families are going to be battling it out in court as well as several other things as we, you know, we don't even have all the details of, of what they've found so far. They've got to continue to investigate that. And, right. you know, we'll see what happens and we can analyze it more on yeah. down the road. So, but that's it. Episode number 32 in the books. I feel like I was like, what do you call it? Robbed of talking about this case. Maybe we need to do an episode on it. Well, let's do it. Let's look it up. Yeah. I kind of want to do one on the Watts case too, because NK had something to do with that whole situation. If you guys know, you know what I'm talking about. If you know, if you, you know, know, you know. If you're my true crime girls out there, you know what I'm talking about. All right. Well, we're out of here. Thank you guys so much for the support you give us. If you're yes. watching this on the backside, make sure you comment, you like, you share. Uh, I don't think this episode's going to be on Rumble because we had some technical difficulties at the beginning. But you will be able to listen to this episode on Apple Podcast and Spotify probably here in the next 30 minutes. Yeah. For those of you that are just catching the back end of this and want to hear the whole thing. It'll all be out there. So until next time. See you guys.